Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to A View from the Bullens in partnership with the Fitrovia Bell London, our official away day pub for all Evertonians and fanscapes.co.uk, made by fans for fans. Hello and welcome to another episode from A View from the Bullins with me, Mick Kemp, Lee McLean, Ben Winstanley and Dave Johnston from Falcon Blues. Lee, 8pm Saturday, Everton host Aston Villa at home. I know we've said it countless times before and we sound like a broken record, but it's another game at home where we have to win, don't we? If it wasn't crucial before, it, it absolutely is now. Um, we've only got six games left, three of them at home. And I mentioned last week, I think the minimum requirement out of these three home games is seven points. So we need to start off on Saturday by bagging three of them against Villa, who were, who were sat in mid-table. So if you look at it, the seven points behind us haven't played the same amount of games. So you would argue that they're out of any sort of contention for, for European football. So again, it's one of these dangerous sides where they've got nothing to play for, so to speak. But that can go either way. You can either, they're either on the beach already and it could be quite a comfortable evening for us. But Everton don't tend to do comfortable evenings. Or they're nice and relaxed. And you know when they're relaxed, it's conducive to better football and they might just go for it sort of thing with, with, with no pressure on the players. So it's a massive, massive game. The result um, against Arsenal has propelled us back into contention, definitely. So if we can secure the win on Saturday night, then it puts us on 55 points level with, with West Ham in fifth. And, you know, when you think back to some of the conversations we've had only recently where we've been sort of feeling down and out, completely out, out of the contention for for Europe we're not we're suddenly right back in the thick of things but that can change quickly again 
after a weekend of results if once again we fail to capitalise on all of the results that have gone for us and our good results at Arsenal by winning at home because I, I took a few seconds the other day just to look at our results so far this season you know when you're just scrolling through your phone and, and it was unbelievable I was scrolling back and the, just looking at the, the sequence of results at home it's so so frustrating and, and especially when you look at 10 away wins which is you know second only to Man City this season if we could have even slightly backed that up with, with the home form just adding two or three more wins into the mix we'd have been well fourth um, behind Leicester and, and really pushing for a top four spot so it's it's absolutely crucial it's a game we should be looking to win we, we've got players coming back uh, from injury again I think we've only got Abdullah Decore as a notable absence now um, so there's no excuse we've got to find a way to win um, and I just hope it's a good week on the training ground this week and they find that right formula to beat Aston Villa because it's absolutely huge and just just touching on Aston Villa, you know they started the season very very well, but they've they've only won one in their last eight. They sit eleventh in the table, and there's still no Jack Grealish, who is by far and away their best player. It's another game, isn't it? Where let's be honest, Everton should be winning. Well, what can we call it? The Kazoo Derby, as we like to call it. Uh, both sponsored by Kazoo, and it's it's one of them. They, they started off really really well, Aston Villa. I remember the first few games. I think they were literally pushing the top of the league with us and they'd won the first few they turned over Liverpool with a fully fit squad uh, 7-2 Ollie Watkins was scoring for fun Jack Grealish looked like a steal and one of the for me probably one of the best players outside of the so-called top four but they kind of hit a bit of a slump and there's you can just see as soon as Jack Grealish got injured their whole game plan literally fell apart he is their, their star man and it's absolutely massive that he's out because he always performs well against Everton. He, he wins fouls, he draws players in. It literally takes two of our players to mark him. So I'm at, for me, I'm over the moon that he's, he's not playing. But as Lee touched on there, this game's absolutely enormous. I think these two games against Aston Villa will determine our season. I think if we can get three points on Saturday and three points whenever, have they even announced when this next away game's going to be? And we're all waiting for the, the Premier League to announce the next game. But if we can get six points out of them games, it's absolutely crucial for me because then can, all we need then is two more wins. And as Lee rightly touched on, we've got Wolves at home, Sheffield United at home, which are two very easy, well, should be easy games considering Burnley just shipped four past Wolves and Sheffield United are struggling. Um, but you look into Aston Villa, they, they are a bit gutsy. Uh, obviously, they got very lucky against West Bromley again last weekend. I think. Uh, Davis scored in like literally the last second of the game but they have got some really interesting players you, you look at Martinez the keeper from the Gotham Arsenal I think he's been one of the standout performers for me I feel like he's been on there with the top three keepers in the Premier League um, you've got Concert Tyrone Mings they're really good centre-half partnership I really like to look at that Concert I think he's a brilliant player Matty Target, left-back. And then, obviously, you've got Matty Cash, who obviously missed the, the game against West Brom. Now, he's a, a really good player that played for, obviously, Nottingham Forest in the Championship last year and was really good attacking. And he's a he's a good, another good player. Um, McGinn, central midfield with Luis, who's ex-City. Ross Barkley, who we all know, well, no know too well, who's an amazingly really good, talented footballer. But the past three years since he last left Everton, I've seen an article today saying that he left Everton to be a world-class midfielder. 
But for me, it continues to show that he is brain dead at times. He hasn't got a footballing brain. Uh, he's got all the potential and skill in the world, but he just can't put it together on the football pitch. And he, he's been struggling of late. I think a lot of Villa fans have been getting on his back. Um, you've got Bertrand Traore on one wing, El Garzi on the other. It feels like he's been around for years. And obviously, Ollie Watkins up front. So, they're no pushover Aston Villa. They're a good side. Um, and I, I do think they're going to come at us. I think it's probably better for our game plan. I feel like they're going to come and try and come at us because they, they don't really know how to sit back and defend. And hopefully that goes in our advantage because we struggled this year when teams come to Goodison Park and actually sit back and put two banks of four down. So it's going to be difficult, Mick, no question. Um, but I feel like we've got the gun, the, uh, the firepower coming back now from injuries. Obviously, Lee said the core is the only noticeable one who's obviously out injured. Everyone else is fit and firing. We've got a good squad there, good players, and hopefully we can kick on now these last few games and get the European football that us Evertonians and Everton fans so desperately crave. Dave, you know, you look at the other fixtures this weekend, you see... Chelsea v Fulham, Spurs v Sheffield United. They're games that you know you'd, you'd expect them to win. And obviously, I know it's Man United versus Liverpool this weekend. So psychologically, if Everton can win Saturday, it, it at least keeps us next to the likes of Chelsea and Tottenham, doesn't it? Because let's be honest, they're probably going to win their games as well. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, just before the start, thank you for having me on as well. Um, Really pleased, uh, made up to be, you know, joining you guys. I've seen a lot of the work you've been doing on the podcast, and you've been, you know, you've been doing a smashing job. So, you know, keep it going, and hopefully, you know, more collaborations like this would be great. Thanks, Thanks for having me. You know what I mean? Yeah, as you're saying, you're looking at the fixtures, and it's you, you look at the fixtures again, and we've we've looked at fixtures in, you know, in over so many weeks with Everton. You've gone, if this team drops this and this team do- drops that point then that's the chance for Everton to capitalise. And you just, I, I, I'm sick of trying to tempt fate when it comes to it, because you just know something's going to just upset the apple cart with Everton. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be as optimistic as I can, but with the, the home, the home, the home form is just grating. And it's not just grating on, you know, on, on me, it's grating on, you know, every Evertonian. You know, we, as, Lee, as Lee pointed out, 10, 10, uh, 10 away wins, which, you know, if you look back at recent seasons, would have been absolutely unheard of. And you just go, where does that away form at home? And, it, you know, we, we we let ourselves down so much that you just don't want to be, you know, it, it, it's again, be Villa, we go top sort of things, you know, that kind of mentality that you put on yourself. And it's, uh, you know, I, I think it, it, won't, it won't be an easy game, I don't think, against Villa. I think that, again, they, they're scrapping for points as well and keeping themselves as high up the table as they can. Um, as you just pointed out, you know, the, the side that they've got are not, they're not a bad side at all. You know, you, you, they were, you know, they were pushing for, you know, higher, higher up in the positions of the league that we were, that, like we were earlier in the season before injuries started getting to them. And it's almost like they lost a bit of a talisman with, with Grealish, which you can see, you know, um, and we, we've done some similar, you know, we've, we've lost Hammers to, in certain periods, we've lost Alan, we've lost, you know, the main engine there to Corey. And I think it, it this one, I think this shapes Everton now for the next, you know, the the, the final running, you know, it, it, not even Arsenal and Tottenham, you know, because they're, they're games where you go to the capital and or you're playing against teams from the capital and you think we're going to struggle. And, um, you know, Tottenham, wasn't a bad game. Villa, uh, sorry, Arsenal was a you know dreadful game to watch, but you know come away with the results. I'm happy to win ugly, 
as as much as it counts. But I think this one is that if we win this one, this sets us up for the rest of the, the rest of the uh, the running definitely. Lee, looking at our goal difference, you know we're only plus four, and it, you know I know it's not great. So it is important, isn't it, that we just have to keep picking up these three points because draws now they're not going to help us, are they? No, they're not. And it, it's probably a little bit too late to claw back that goal difference. I mean, we'd have to start nailing teams four or five nil Man City style every week. And you just can't see that happening with Everton. Um, it's not Ancelotti's way. I think Ben's referenced that in previous weeks. You know, he, he's quite a defensive-minded manager. That will always be his priority. So it's almost as if the start of the season when we were banging goals in for fun. I'm not quite sure what happened there because we've not been anything close to that. That since, but no, at this point of the season, you're right, Mick. Draws will get you absolutely nowhere, it's useless. Um, it wins are absolutely paramount now, and we've got to go into this game on the front foot as the home side looking to win. We've got a, a good record against Aston Villa in, re- in recent seasons at Goodison. We've got to keep that going. I think you've all mentioned it, Jack Grealish being out. I'm infinitely more confident about getting a result facing the Villa side without him than it would be if he was if he was featuring because he is a, a really, really good player and he's improved tenfold in the last couple of years, I'd say. So, yeah, it, I mean, come on, it's, it's time for the likes of Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin. They've got to take the chances when they're presented to them. You know, we can't really have a repeat of the of the Tottenham game or, or, the, or the Palace game at Goodison where those games should have been put to bed if we did, if we did took our chances it, you know they've got to really step up when it matters most and this is crucial now you know that this is going to shape not where we finish this season and, and what what the landscape looks like next season this club needs European football it was clearly the aim Ancelotti's admitted that that was the aim at the start of the season to get European football and it and it's still in our hands somehow we don't know how but I know what Dave's talking about there and what he's referencing it's hard to really get too confident because how can we? We're, we're not qualified to be going into games like this feeling uber confident that we're going to get three points just because we're playing a team in, below us in the table because it's just not worked that way this season. It's been absolutely crazy. I don't know whether it's the lack of fans. Um, as the season goes on, I'm, I'm tending to think more and more along those lines that we are missing the Goodison crowd because it is so demanding. It's so hostile. You know, there's going to be there's pressure on the on the players to turn a performance round if they're not quite doing it uh, at half time or whatever or after 60 minutes pressure to make substitutions whatever it may be and then on the flip side when there is a, when there's a, a decent start to a game the crowd will get up and, and back the players and push them to 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 push on even further and, and get that first goal and we are missing that and we've got the best set of supporters in the country no doubt I mean no one can tell me that any difference. Um, and I'm, I don't even think I'm biased as an Evertonian saying that. I think that opposition managers have conceded that in, in the past, that there's not nowhere quite like Goodison Park when the fans are on it. And you can't fail to, to miss that. So next season, you know, that's not going to, that hopefully, touch wood, if it all goes to plan, that's not going to be a factor, these empty stadiums, and, and we'll have all of us back in there cheering the lads on. But for now, we've got to find a way of winning. Uh, we've got to look back and think, right, OK, what's gone wrong? In the in the in the in the past seven or eight months, in terms of our home record, what's gone wrong, and what can we what can we do to fix that? And it, it's going to take some, you know, looking inwards in terms of the squad, 
and, and, a, and a concerted effort to really push to get this three points on Saturday because it's absolutely massive. So it's all about creating chances and when, when we create those chances, taking them. Um, because I'm quite confident that we'll we'll probably keep them out at the back. Um, so it's going it's to be a tight game. I just hope we can come out the right side of it, Mick. Ben, just, just touching on what Lee just said there about, you know, no fans. You know, we, we've all accepted that for now. But it now lies with the players, doesn't it? And it's in our hands. So it's almost as if, you know, how much do the players want this? Yeah, definitely. It, it, clearly, that result on Friday has pushed our hopes up massively again. And I don't know if, however many listeners tune in for the pre-match ones, but it, it feels like a groundhog pre-listen. We say it every other week, but it's in our hands again. It, this European spot is there for the taking. And we thought we were out and dejected after the Crystal Palace, Tottenham and Brighton results, but they've won us back again after that performance on Friday. And going forward, the players just have to get in their minds to win football games. I don't care how they do it, how we put out, what formation we put out, just get the three points on the board, finish as high as possible to obviously help the club, help Ancelotti, help Mashiri and Brands bring in the calibre of footballers and players that we want to see at Everton Football Club because that's going to help long term. We need European football. I'm praying that the COVID restrictions are all lifted we can all get back into Goodison Park next year, support the players, support the club that we've all grown up and loved since we were born because we all miss it. And I think the players are missing it, Mick, as well. I think like Lee touched on there, it's, it must. It's the league's a very weird one this year. It's The home form is deteriorating massively and it's so frustrating looking back at the home results that we've had playing at Goodison Park. And it just <clears throat> you try and compare them to when fans were present at at Goodison Park and Ancelotti had one of the one of the best home records in the Premier League, but we didn't have a, that such a good away record to be fair. And it's just changed; it just flipped right on its head. Um, and is that due to fans? I'm not so sure. But the players need to bring it home for the fans. Play for the shirts. Play for people who have lost their jobs. Everton fans who are struggling, and they just get hope and they get joy of watching a football club like Everton because. I certainly do. I love watching our club. It's so good. And this football club needs European football. And I think the players know that too. Um, Ancelotti, we've been holding nothing back. He, he wants European football, you can tell. He stated before the Arsenal game, five wins gets us European football. And I believe, I think now that we're going to do it. I, I might have jinxed it, might have gone too early. But I, I feel like the players are coming back at the right time. I feel like the fully squid, the, the squad's coming together. Um, and I just think looking forward that we can, it's in our hands. How many times have we said that? The games that we've got left are easily winnable. And we keep on going back to these games, back to these points. And I don't want to be doing a podcast, Mick, where it's negative again, because it, it drains the life out of me. It's hard. It's a hard listen. It's hard for the Blues, but... We, we can do this and we just need to continue back in the club, back in the players and all social media platforms. You, you never know, they might pick up that one message that a fan sends them saying, good luck, play for the share, bring home Europe because we want that, we're craving it, we're craving winners and I've got a feeling the player's going to put, put it right and have a really good performance running in. I'm probably going to start, I'm probably eat my words in a, after Saturday night's podcast but look, I've, I really think that we're going to push on now. I feel like it's there for the taking. You just look at the table and how it's set out and the players that Aston Villa are missing and it's a massive opportunity to go and get three points on Saturday. 
And you look where that takes us. It, it takes us above Liverpool, above Tottenham, and we'll be sitting in sixth place on 55 points. And for a team who haven't particularly played well since the turn of the year, that's unbelievable for me. Sixth place and what? how good could it potentially have been to? So it's massive, absolutely massive. And a few teams around us are playing one another, a few difficult games. If the results go in our favour, you, you can't not look around because if we win that game with three points off top four, all it takes is Chelsea to have one or two slip-ups potentially with an eye on the Champions League semi against Real Madrid and the final maybe. And we could be knocking on the door again. It's just a bizarre how we're in this situation again. But I think the play is going to put it right, Mick, going back to your point. Um, I think they're going to push on. I think we're going to get the three points and lift Evertonians around us and for the running um, and just push us further up the table. Dave, if Everton don't make Europe, do you think then that's a failed season? No, no, I don't. I don't. But I think maybe not failed, but just we we know. But the, but as you know, as you just pointed out, then the the players will know and the fans will know that we've been that the players have, however it goes, we've been let down by the players because they they haven't done enough for us, but. It's all about it's all about the results of other teams as well. You know, we could it could come to the point where we could win all our games and everyone else wins their games around us as well. You know, so it's is it a failure? No, but I th- I'd be I'd be really really disappointed if we didn't do it because as Lee said, we're more than capable of doing it and it, it's in our destiny to do it. You look at the you know the next well it's six games isn't it because we actually play Villa again during this time. You know, we got Villa, West Ham. Sheffield United, Wolves and City and, you know, hopefully City have got their eye on the Champions League as well. West Ham, you know, they, they dipped last week, which was great to see because that just, get, you know, that, that that gives you that confidence again in the in the top for the, the fight for, like, you know, that fifth, sixth place that we're going for because, you know, you know, like Leicester, City, United and it's going to be one of the Chelsea or the, the Shiters and they're going for that fourth spot. That that those, the fifth and sixth place are just there for Everton to take. It it is all in our destiny. And if we didn't do it, you'd be disappointed. But you know that there's another season where we should be or should be next season. Right? Okay. There's no excuses for next season if we miss out this year. We should. It should be all guns blazing next season. No excuses, as you say. But the fans back in the in the stadium as well. We should be putting that home form to bed. Um, and you know, and, and solidifying a proper fortress of Goodison again, which we which we have for so so long. I I, I would I would be I'd be really disappointed if we didn't do it. I would, um, and I'm sure all Blues would be. But it, it's a difficult question. Is it is it a failure? I don't know because there's been so many circumstances surrounding the whole season. You know, like I said, with fans not being there, COVID restrictions. You know. Injuries that are you know that have gotten out in our way, and I think the one thing that we haven't done is moaned about injuries. I know we've probably all done it on podcasts and on you know YouTube channels and stuff like that. We probably all had a good moan, but the team hasn't moaned about it. We haven't seen Ancelotti moaning about it. You know, we've seen certain managers having a good cry ass over it in certain in certain circumstances that they've got they're missing half a squad, and we we've missed half a midfield for the better part of six months. Really, we've not we've never really had a settled settled team since probably January and 
that's where we've that's where we've been unfortunately slipped up. But you know, I think we get a fully fully fit squad again. We go we dip into the transfer market again in in May in uh, in June, and just go for it. And we know this should be this should be a, a much much different Everton side next season. And it w- would give us more. I think we would have more confidence next season, knowing what we were capable of with the personnel that we've got, with the additions. We we would be we push on definitely for for Europe again, and we would get it. But this season, who knows? It, it, it it's either in our hands or out of our hands after one or two games here. Lee, if Everton do make Europa League, you know I think a lot of people would say it's been a very very good season. But if Everton don't make Europa League, do you see it as a failed season? And I know what, well, you, you can look at it both ways. I see what Dave's saying there, because there has been so many weird variables this season. And if you, if you take into account the fact, how many times have we come on here and said that this squad just isn't good enough? So you can't make a comment like that, but then say you're disappointed that we haven't, or, or call it a failure, if we don't manage to qualify for Europe at the end of the season, because you're looking at, well, what's, what's Ancelotti got to work with? So. The, the the sort of failings and the, the weak areas that we've got in the squad of players currently has, has been evident on a, on a number of occasions this season, especially at home. Um, and we've all touched upon that. So whether it would be a failure, I think that would be quite harsh, but it'd be massively disappointing considering how the season has panned out in general and the fact that Nobody has ran away. We haven't got a, a clear top four or top five with it with a gap to the rest. It, it's it's so tight and so congested in there because no one's really put a massive run of results together. Um, so, given the fact that we've got an incredible away record and the fact that we've dropped points to teams that we should have been beaten comfortably, that's where the disappointment will come in. I think for 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 all of us, all of us Evertonians, because it'll be a massive case of what if massive opportunity lost it was in our hands and and it was stupid points lost that that's ultimately cost us a place in Europe but let's hope it doesn't come to that uh, let you know we've got we've got six games left it's in our hands the fixtures are, are relatively favorable apart from man city who have just scored now to go 2-1 up against psg um, and look absolutely unstoppable um so even if you if you look at it five games the margin of error is really, really small, I think. And I think we're going to need at least three wins and a draw from them. And you look at the, the fixtures at home and that's where the opportunities perhaps present themselves most. So, come on, Everton. It's time to really, really step up. And like Ben said, I can't be bothered coming on here again on, on Saturday night or Sunday morning, whenever we do the, the post-match pod after after Aston Villa, feeling that same level of disappointment and, and asking what if and, and analysing what's gone wrong. Let's open on here, analysing a, a positive home performance and a win. I don't even care if it's a comfortable win or we, we win 2 or 3 nil. Same as the Arsenal game. It's all about the results. I don't care if we win ugly, we play absolutely terrible. It's just about getting over the line, getting to the end of the season, hopefully qualifying for Europe and then giving Ancelotti and the team the platform to build this squad, knowing that we've got European football as an attraction for potential players coming in because it could be the difference between player X or Y coming in to the club and, and, and the strategy for incoming. So it's got to stay positive, haven't we? Somehow. Yeah, we have indeed. Ben, 
where where do you see this? Where do you sit with this one? You know, if Everton do fail to to make the Europa League, do you see it as a failed season? Um, I think it's been well within our grasp. Uh, I feel like this our club needs European football, as stated previously. I feel like to to go away and win at Tottenham away, win at Liverpool, um, and obviously win at Arsenal for the first time in however many years and not get European football is pretty shocking, really. Um, I think you look at our results against the big six or the so-called elite is what they like to call themselves. The res- I think we're top of the table, like the mini league. Uh, weirdly, I feel like we've we've gone and we've won some. I've seen some like random table and stats today and we sit top and it's bizarre. We, we, we are mixing with the big boys and we have got a good squad. We've got, do you know what? Scrap that. We've got a really, really good start on 11 on paper when everyone's fit. The squad, however, isn't up to scratch. You look at the first few games of the season, which you go back to, we were playing brilliantly. Let's be honest, we were. Really nice to watch, really free-flowing football. And then the injuries started, and that's football. Injuries happen, and they're always going to happen in football, but you need a squad. Look at Man City, for example. They get one injury, and the likes of Raheem Sterling, who can't get a kick at the moment, comes on and replaces the likes of Phil Foden, who just slots straight into the system and what they want to play. We are we aren't we aren't that far away. Like I said, the summer's massive. Three or four signings to kick us on, but ten away wins, Mick. That's massive. That's like top two level um, form on the form guide. And last time we did that, I think we actually won the league when we won ten away games. And the games we've lost at home are so frustrating because we could be in, in and around the mix, and we probably should be because I feel like the Premier League in general. I feel like they've all comes in dribs and drabs. Um, I think Tottenham started off really well. Obviously, Chelsea started off really well on the Lampard, and then they faded. And I feel like teams have been fading and fading at, at random points in the season. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that Everton can just start a bit, a bit of a run of form again now. And I feel like this is the perfect game to do it. And obviously, Matty Cash is coming back in for them, but they've just lost Trezeguet with a, with a thing. It's a serious injury. He's going to be out for a year. Grealish is out injured, who's obviously another phenomenal player. And without without them two players, they're, they're not as dangerous going forward. And I just feel like it's a really good opportunity to grab the ball by the horns and really go for it on Saturday. And really, we've been saying it for weeks, put a marker down and say, we're in the mix here for top six because I feel like it's there. And I feel like if we miss this chance, we'll be kicking ourselves. There'll be no blue out there who listens. You'll go, we've left a massive opportunity slip this year from some certain performances of the year because we, you, you can't perform away from home as well as we have and have a home record like we do. It's just unacceptable. But it's time to put it right in the running because this is the uh, business end of the season now, Mick. This is the time where... A, a, let, let's get it right. A, a place in the Premier League is about five or six million pounds more for every league position higher. So we should be trying to aim as high as possible. Forget top seven. Let's go top five. Let's try and get automatic European football because let's not forget, as soon as the season's over and if we get, say, sixth or seventh, then your qualifying period starts early July and that's not a long pre-season for players and you've got to try and get your business done early, your squad done early, you need to get players into the club, start mixing it with the agents, which I'm hoping is already starting now with certain players. Um, so you've got to look at it in the long aspect. I feel like it is there. Um, I don't think, like, Liverpool can't get a win at home. They're really struggling at home too. Um, done a really, really, really bad run of form. Tottenham, 
aren't on a really good run of form either. So it is there for us. And West Ham are slowly starting to, to, to shift points. They're starting to drop points. And you just it, it is there for the taking still. And I don't know how it still is, but it is. And we need to take full advantage of this on, on Saturday at 8 o'clock. It's a massive, massive game. Like I said before, we can sit on our own in sixth position, just standing on our own, and it and we'll we'll literally be on level points with West Ham, who are sitting joint fifth. So why can't we finish fifth now? The results have gone our way the past couple of weeks. So let's really put let's aim high, as Carlo Ancelotti said, reach for the sky and you'll hit the ceiling, and that's what I want to achieve. Let's go for fifth, and if we come sixth or seventh, then so be it. But we need to aim high, as the Paul the Esk has rightly come on and said. European football is massive for Everton Football Club going forward in relation to Premier League sustainability and the profit and loss because we are borderline in a, a lot of red at the moment and so there's not much positives coming into the club. Obviously, we might see a few sales in the summer, but um, the TV revenue, the added income from Europe and UEFA will be massive for our football club and we need it going forward. So I'm hoping that the, 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 the mentality around the players, the manager, the board, brands, everyone come on, let's get fifth, let's set a high standard and really push on at this back end of the season because, for me, if we don't get Europe, I'd class that as a, fa- a failure of the year. OK, gents, thanks for joining me as always. Before we go, it's prediction time. Lee, we're going to start with you first. Everton host Aston Villa on Saturday, an 8pm kickoff. What is your prediction? Uh, I'm going to go 2-0. 2-0 to the Blues. And Ben? Um, a scrappy 1-0 performance which I'll be eating my own words with yeah. <laughs> and Dave I'm going to go balls out the bath with this one I'm going for a 3-0 win and I'm going to, you know the the way he's been talking there you've been filling me with more and more confidence as the, as, <laughs> as, as the last 30-40 minutes have gone on I definitely you know the the Arsenal game of fillers with more confidence than most games this season and the running, as you're saying, where we can where we can go with a, uh, you know, with a win. I want to go three 0 I don't I'm going to be full of confidence this Saturday. And, and I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going to say one one. Okay, guys, thanks for joining us as always, Lee, Ben, and Dave from Falcon Blues. Thanks for joining us, mate. We really appreciate it. Uh, we pleasure. will be. Thank you very much. We will be back Saturday night, straight after the game, with the post match views and all the fallout. In the meantime, stay safe, take care and all the very best. Thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.